I forgot Mickey Rooney's Mickey Rooney stars in Peach Dragon because that's that's easily like the first problem. <laughs> well, there's a bit in Peach Dragon that always cracks me up, and I feel like would be uh, good material for a YouTube poop if used correctly. And it's that's the part, the very first thing that one of the first things that happens in the movie is he sees Elliot the dragon, and he goes running into a tavern, and he opens the door and just stands there for a second, just goes. And then immediately runs into the tavern and starts singing a song about how he saw the dragon. But there's something in that moment with this scream that cracks me up. Um, so, uh, future David, whenever there's a um, a moment in this story where something arbitrarily scary happens, if you can do this, can you find that clip, just that clip of Mickey Rudy screaming, and just put it in the background every so often? <laughs> You're saying you you do think he would have made a good penguin, or you don't think he would yeah, have made a good penguin? I think he would. I think he would have made a good penguin, even if they had if they, if they had actually written the character right. Yeah, I was. I it's saw. Just like my problem, my problem with the movie isn't his portrayal. My problem is that that they wrote him that way. Because mm. it's it's the same issue I have with Doctor Octopus in uh, Spider Man Two, except more extreme, uh-huh. where they set a villain up to be really interesting and really sympathetic. And then by the end of the first act, they've already thrown that out the window and, and exchanged him for just a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why there's an episode of um, there's a really great episode of Batman, the animated series, where I really think um, the guys in charge of the show looked back on Batman Returns and said, this is let's write an episode around the penguin. That's basically what Batman Returns should have been. <laughs> Was that the one where he's was trying a, to like a, sort of reintegrate in society? Yeah, he's but... trying to get back into high society and go straight, and everyone thinks he's a clown and and a and a villain, and they don't trust him and they make fun of him and stuff. But there's this one rich twat who's like, "Hey, I have this big party coming up. It would be a scream if I invited him as the as a guest. It, it'll, it'll be the talk of the town." So she starts tricking him into thinking that she likes him and wants him to be a party, and so he starts thinking that she's really into him and starts wooing her and starts being a gentleman, and Batman's harassing him like, you know, like a dirty cop, where he's like, see, I told you I'm going straight, but you keep following me around expecting me to do bad things, you know, and finally Batman starts to realize, you know, maybe he is going straight, but then he finds out his new society friends are stabbing him in the back, and he snaps and loses it and goes back to his old ways, and then he ends up going back to jail. Uh that's what Batman Returns should have been because it yeah. would have made the Penguin more interesting and a lot more sympathetic, but still, you know, he didn't, he didn't like, have to be you, a fish you don't mutant. Root for him, but you, but you understand mutant. where he's coming from. Yeah, just it. I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of Batman Returns personally. No, but there's just that's just me. I came to the movie late. I understand a lot of people like it. It's got some cool no, I, aesthetics. Um, I saw I saw the movie when it came out in the theater, and I didn't like it for the same reasons. Okay. <laughs> What? Yeah, it's just hot take. Hot takes on Batman Returns, the podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> The other, the other, another big problem being that uh, Catwoman should have really been featured in her own movie with the Max Shrek stuff. That it was another issue. They had two major plot lines trying to cram them into one movie, and it mm-hmm. didn't really work because you didn't have enough time. You spent so much time on the two villains and no time with Bruce Wayne or Batman. He's like a bit character in his own movie. Right, exactly. And then we got, and then when we did get a Catwoman movie, it was Halle Berry. So the less we, <laughs> the less said about that, the better. Um, yeah. I'm your host of this Gotham City High Society Party, David King. Uh, with me is my co-host, Alan Cheney of the um, the Gotham Cheneys. Uh, that's me. Uh, I uh, I haven't been on the show for a bit. I would have been on the... I, it would have... I've already fucked up this joke. Uh, <laughs> Take I would've, two. I would have I not been on longer 
uh, I've been trying to sneak around, but uh, my my ass is so dummy thick. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> dummy thick. That that David David was able to he- able to hear it clapping. That that explains the noise. Okay. Um, Alan Alan has agreed to to tell me what the fuck the dummy thick thing is, but because I still don't did, really. Did know. I actually? Did I actually agree to tell you, or did I just say, I'm going to start saying it a lot on the show? I think <laughs> it might have been the latter, but I kept hoping it was the former. There's not really much to explain. It's just a... It's 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 one of those millennial memes that doesn't make any sense. Uh, okay, Grandpa. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is me speaking as a millennial, so... It, it's, it's a... It's like basically just a restructuring of the phrase like stupid thick Mm. that's it i mean just the whole thing about sneaking around and my ass cheeks clapping alerted the guards or whatever yeah that was that was that's about how solid snake has a big ass oh (laughs) he does kind of though big ass david you do you kind of do i kind of do that 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 meme gained so much traction that uh, David Hayter re- released audio of him saying it as Solid Snake. Oh, <laughs> I came into it backwards. But that's not a euphemism, but it could be. Um, where uh, 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 the Cancer Man, uh, King uh, King Mob, he actually sent me that the clip of that, of David Hayter doing it. And I'm like, clearly I'm missing the context, but it's still really funny to hear him be like, hmm, Colonel. I keep trying to sneak around, but the sound of my ass cheeks clapping keeps alerting the guards. You know, just like, oh, wow. Okay. What's wrong, Snake? Baby got too much back. (laughs) Also, Mike MacD's here. Hi, Mike. Hello. I don't have any stupid jokes today. That's okay. Um... So although I did, although we we got on a tangent about um, Batman Returns and whatnot, but we got away from the important issue, which was who are Gem and the Holograms' wife? Who's are? Okay, um, all of the misfits are my wife. All of all of the misfits. All of the misfits. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Jerry only too. <laughs> there you go. I just you know I like how they admit in several episodes they. Have legit- they legitimately attempted to murder people, and it just got glossed over, you know. Well, I was I was watching that um, I was watching the two parter of the talent search where um, the holograms lose their drummer. Oh so yeah, they have, to do a, they have to do that talent search competition to get new drummers, and they're going to have a big showdown between the finalists. And of course, the misfits are like, "Well, let's steal their thunder because they're getting more press than us." So they go to find a new misfit, and they're hitting all of these seedy ass clubs trying to find a band member that they can bring on as a new misfit, and they're not finding anything. And then they're about to go into this last club, and they're like, you know, I'm tired. We're not finding anything. This sucks. And um, they hear... Exact quote from they the hear show. The, yeah, yeah. And they hear the they hear the British gal, uh, Jetta, go up on stage inside, and everybody starts booing her and telling her to go back to England and get out of the country because they don't like her. I am and, fucking um, lying. Pizzazz, yeah, and Pizzazz, Pizzazz goes, well, anybody who gets that kind of reaction out of an audience can't be all bad. Let's go check her out. <laughs> So by the time they get inside, Jetta's already had enough of the audience booing her, and she's, like, trying to bludgeon them with her fucking saxophone. So Pizzazz is immediately like, I like her. Let's let's bring her on the band. <laughs> it's all about attitude, which is, yeah. again, they're called the Misfits. They gotta hire people with no talent, so... <laughs> no, she's good on the sax. No, I know this. It's just, it's she's just also the, a legitimate... It's the she's precedent. Also the only one in the- She's also the only one in the band who's a legit criminal. Like, right down to, she's not even in the country legally. She has criminal affiliations. 
her first her first contribution to the plot. Uh, other than that, she, there uh, she hires some goons to wreck somebody's greenhouse oh. so that they so that they have to go to their boss and take a contract with him in order to get the money to pay for it. That is so truly outrageous. So let's. Yeah. I mean, for the sake of argument, let's say that someone in this conversation has no fucking clue what Jim and the Holograms is. <laughs> Jim and the Holograms was an 80s cartoon for girls um, that was kind of, it was kind of like a more, it was kind of like Barbie with more focus, because like Barbie could do any, had like 800 careers. This was specifically about a, a girl band with a weird magic computer AI that could do cool hologram it's, effects. It's, it's basically uh, cassette stuff. futurism. Yeah, and they were they were like rock star Barbie dolls that came with little cassette tapes with original music on it. Cool. And, and they, had a, theme song. they had a rival band called the Misfits that was usually and, everyone's favorite part of the show because they were total bit they were really gaudy, nasty bitches who were always trying to sabotage whatever the holograms were doing. And and their holograms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they they project themselves so, as holograms, but they... it's Jim and a bunch of her friends who are not real. <laughs> it's truly uh, outrageous. Truly, truly, we'll truly that outrageous. For, that's that's a creepy pasta waiting to happen. All of Jem's friends are fake. They're all in her mind. But the whole show is a the whole show is a hologram. None of it actually exists. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm re- <coughs> I'm reading. Synergy's holograms are integral to maintaining the illusion that Jerica and Jim are two different. Pe- this is Hannah Montana. <laughs> I guess Hannah Montana would be uh, would be a live action gem. I'm not as familiar with Hannah Montana though. Neither am I. Did, I. I did actually. I admit I did actually watch some gem when I was a kid, and I kind of dug it. It was a little different. I never watched it, but I came to i i kind of rec- i kind of recognized it later because again, that's one of those shows that I only really remember for the theme song because it's good. <laughs> the theme song was all right. That um, that commercial bumper tune though was badass. Oh yeah. Future David, can you play the Gem and the Holograms um, commercial bumper music right here? Yeah, I'll put it in the background while we uh, kind of set up what we're, we're doing here. Joe, we'll be right back after these messages. I think it's, I think it's important that we maybe talk about what we're going to read tonight. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I did, I did want to get one thing of course. out of the way. Yeah. Uh, just, I don't want to put this at the end of the show. I want this right up front. So everyone who's going to see the movie can join me in doing this. Um, <clears throat> if you want someone who, uh, th- if you want the ticket person at a movie theater to look at you with the most satisfying look of fuck you of all time, <laughs> uh, pronounce the movie Shazam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shazam. Because it was just so satisfying <clears throat> the look that person gave me. I thought Shazam wasn't coming out until August. Shazam? No, it just came out yesterday. Oh, what movie am I thinking of? What's coming out in August? Uh, I'm not sure. Like a superhero thing, maybe? I don't know. Is I'm, it Birds of Prey? No, that's 2020. Never mind. Just, yeah, I'll have two tickets to Shazam. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, Shazam. The superhero movie. Uh, you mean Shazam? Yeah, Shazam. 
Okay, here's two tickets for Kazam. Oh no, no, that's the that's the Shaquille O'Neal genie movie. That's Kazam. <laughs> you say that Hi. one differently because there's two A's in the second part. <laughs> Did I talk already on, on the show? Please. I like to get I like to get my tickets. Thank you. I'd, I'd also like to get two tickets for Shazam. <laughs> God damn it! Did I talk already on this show about how I hope that how secretly hope that the Aladdin movie somehow ties in with Kazam, the new one, and that's that Will Smith was Haber. Oh man, I saw the I like CG. It. I saw the CG for that genie man. That was that's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that said, Kazam fan fiction aside, and that's perfect, Alan. I will do. Th- I haven't seen Shazam yet. Or Shazam, yeah. So now I'll do that. Um, uh, it's it's real good. Is it? Um, I yeah, I did a, I did a tweet about it. Um, <clears throat> you did a whole tweet about it. I did a whole tweet about it, not about how good it was, just about the fact that like uh, it marketed itself as a family friendly, like yeah, it's real. It's a real lighthearted, family friendly superhero movie. Uh, in the first fifth of this film, a terrifying monster bites a man's head off. <laughs> Whoa! Shucks. Um, I want to see it because well, they... friend of the show Darren DePaul does a voice in it. I think he's one of the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, I wonder if he's the one who bit that guy's head off. <laughs> I I don't know. I presume they, that was gluttony. Didn't they market Jack the Giant Killer or whatever it was as a family friendly movie, and like people were getting their heads bitten off left and right? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know if anyone even remembers that terrible movie. Nope. Um, I, I'm i sorry. Uh, I, I have no idea. I, I, I saw Shazam in the theaters, and there were, uh, I was seated next to DeMarcus, who had a whole family to the left of him. And so DeMarcus was seated right next to a little girl. So what I got to hear is... Uh, the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie play. And if anyone's seen that trailer, it it, it ends with someone going, what's up, dickwad? And then I heard that little girl go, dickwad. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is the fucking best day. (laughs) (laughs) That's phenomenal. I think I'm going to have to ruin everybody's day. But then again, it might be good. Our story tonight, if you want to call it that, is cryptically titled 630-296-7536 or Booth World Industries. 296-7536 And it's on a website called IamBloodworth.com And uh, uh, just looking at the two words together, Bloodworth is an anagram for Booth World. That it is. So... Interesting. It is by Christopher Bloodworth. Now, my question is, do you think... And I and this isn't the first time I've seen something by uh, Bloodworth. I know, I think... My memory for this show has gotten terrible with the, you know, over 200 episodes that we've done now. So I'm, sh- I'm almost positive we've done something by Bloodworth before. Hey, anyone out there who remembers what we did by Bloodworth, feel, if we did anything by Bloodworth, feel free to... Uh, you know, tell us in the comments because my brain is, I just had me um, a uh, Jamaican me happy. The only thing I can think we did by Bloodworth uh, is he, uh, 
uh, offered us a great sum of money to bring him an everlasting gobstop. That's Slugworth. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't, well, we didn't we take could, it though. There's an easy. There's an easy way to figure this out. Figure out. Go through all the titles of all the other stories you've done on UCA and figure out which other ones are anagrams for Bloodworth. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I wonder, yes. Uh... I'm going to say. Do, do you think? Do you think Bloodworth is his is is a pen name or a real name? Because that's a kick-ass surname. It's it's a safe bet. It's a pen name, but it could be his real name. If it's his real name, bravo. And if it's his pen name, also bravo, but not quite as bravo as if it was his real name. Just saying. Just super saying. <laughs> hey, so, Vegeta. So uh, so let's 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 tackle this. Let's 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 give Booth World Industries a call. Um, now, uh, why don't we go ahead? There's a lot of these paragraphs are very short. Um, yeah, I'm noticing that right, right now. But let's go should ahead do... and just keep it like that. Like, no matter how short they are, I think we should continue to just we should break it down that way, even if they're like single words. So to that end, uh, which of you two would like to start? Uh, let's do it. Okay, uh, we'll go Alan, then me, then Mike. I'm sure that all of you are used to the cry for help type stories by now. Help me, help me, blah, blah, blah. I won't bore you with another. Even if I wanted your help, you couldn't give it to me because your help is useless. Why? Because you're not a member. Ooh. I just wish that I wasn't either. It all started innocently enough. With a phone call from the Olsen twins. What? Air quotes around innocent. <laughs> started out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? It started with a whisper. And more songs that make white people turnt. <laughs> turnt. Turned Everybody getting turnt. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> We this is a, a great dog. time for Mickey Rooney to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a dog, a rescue dog boarding at my work named Tipsy. <laughs> and they call her Tipsy because she has a muscular disorder. No! So that every t- everywhere she goes, she looks like she's tap dancing at a dog talent show. <laughs> Aww. I know I've t- she's adorable, and she's very sweet and cuddly, but every time you see this dog move anywhere, you can't get uh, putting on the reds out of your head. <laughs> I, know I've, I know I've said this on the show before, but I did have a roommate who I once heard singing the Everybody in the Club Getting Tipsy song as Everybody in the Club Getting Tips. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it, so it just sounds like a song about really being really courteous to the wait staff. <laughs> Everybody getting real good service. Everybody get at least twenty percent. I've been up for a few hours, unpacking and cleaning, waiting for the plumber to call. I just moved into a cabin and the contractors fucked everything up. Because of that, I now have the wonderful task of making calls to competent people that can fix what the original contractors did wrong. The phone rang at 12.06. AM or PM? Who cares? Okay. Uh, Oh, I've been up for a few hours, so I presume at noon, around noon 06. Not bad, I thought. Usually usually plumbers don't bother to call or show up until 5 because plumbers don't wear ties. I was about to say that. 
We are on the same wavelength <laughs> as usual, my friend. When I picked up the phone... Uh, Wait. We are out of order. God that is Mike. I go, I go after David? All right. Yeah. Uh, when I picked up the phone, I didn't even get a chance to say hello before a woman on the line told me to please hold for the next available operator. Welcome to the Anid Emergency Hotline, Sister Edna. <laughs> oh, God, it's Rob, baby, again. <laughs> <laughs> I hopped up and sat on the cabinet in the kitchen. It was one of the few places in the cabin not occupied with boxes. Elevator music leaked into my ear. I'd started to drowse off when the music stopped and a piano chord that sounded like it was three notes that didn't quite go together played through the receiver twice. You did do it. Jam. Jam is excitement. Ooh, jam. Jam is adventure. <laughs> a, voice oh. came, a voice came on the line. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what, that's not how you guys sound when you come? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I sound. And I'm all like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of like a Viking when I uh, ejaculate. Anyway. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> he, he thought my story was cool. And he called me bro. <laughs> uh, split your lungs with blood and fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you shout when you orgasm? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty tight. Uh, Mo- Moby Dick lines. <laughs> I, I usually just yell, I got an achievement. When you see the white whale. <laughs> I'm going to change my pen name to Moby Dick lines. <laughs> For which I'm sure Alan used to play bass. Yes. I, I, I was part of the, the cover band, though, Moby Dickless. <laughs> Welcome to Boothworld Industries. My name is Samantha, and I will be your operator for today. Name? I didn't know what to say, so I told the operator by name. Uh, yes, this is Moby Dicklines. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we know who you are. I'm your operator. Please give me a name to access. I don't understand, I said. It can be anyone, sir. We just need a name. Uh, okay. I said, I made up a name. Harold Withers. Sir, as your operator, I must point out that fictitious names, or the names of people that you don't know, cannot be used. When did our operator become James Tiberius Kirk? There's something on the other line. Can I put you on hold? <laughs> do Use for... Used for what? I asked. How had she known that I'd made up that name? The whole thing felt like it was some sort of prank. But hardly anyone knew my new phone number. Is this a prank, bro? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta tell me if it's a prank. You're required by law. Remodeling. Remodeling? Is this a plumber? I asked. Hey, Mario! (laughs) Welcome to Booth World Industries. My name is Samantha, and I will be your operator today. Name? I took that. A, sorry. Oh yeah, I took that as a yes, and gave them the name of my old ex-girlfriend, Jessica Goodwin. I could hear the clicking of a keyboard on the other end of the phone. It sounded like the woman was pounding the thing with her fists. That's click, not click, clicking. It went. <laughs> clicking <laughs> is not pounding. <laughs> <laughs>
pounding and clicking are two different things. After a few moments of this, she returned. <laughs> we lost Alan again. Jessica Goodwin, she said. Remodeling is scheduled for August 21st, 2015. Would you like to reschedule? I was silent on my side of the phone. I couldn't believe this. Someone had to be playing a prank on me. Who is this? Is this you, Jessica? Are you playing a prank on me? I asked. Is this a prank, brah? <laughs> What's that? Woman... Is that you, Sonic? Are you trying to spoil my plans again? What's this? A prank! Another freaking prank! On my phone! <laughs> I promise woman... to just hang up. The woman didn't respond for a long time. I thought that whoever was on the other end of the phone was holding in a laugh. Hello? I asked. Yes or no, sir? The woman asked back. Yes? I said, not understanding what the woman was asking. I have a Tuesday appointment available. Will that work? At this point, I thought I was going insane and that it actually was the plumbing company. <laughs> At first, I'm like, oh, no. But then I actually, that's a funny line. <laughs> what about today? I asked. You have anything available for today? Well, normally we can't arrange for a reschedule on such short notice, but today we had a cancellation. How does three o'clock work for you? I thought you were going to go for, like, a, a Brooklyn Mafia-wide voice there for a minute. I, I could have, but... Well, normally we can't arrange for a reschedule on such short notice. But uh, today we had a cancellation. <laughs> How does 3 o'clock work for you? <laughs> 3 o'clock is fine, I said. 3 o'clock it is, then. Would you like a courtesy call? Sure. Wonderful! We are both world industries, say thanks, and welcome to the club. You have a marvelous day. Oh, goodness. That strange chord played twice again, and the line went dead. I rolled my eyes and went back to the back. I couldn't help but shake the feeling that someone wanted to be my sledgehammer. My phone rang at 3 o'clock on the dot that afternoon. Hello, I said. Sir, this is Samantha with Booth World Industries again. Your courtesy call begins now. What do you... I began to say, but was cut off by those uh, diminished chords blaring into my ear. Then I heard Jessica's voice. Why are you doing this? Jessica asked. I could hear tears in her voice. She, should I get some water and gargle that line? <laughs> I, you, we're, we're not taking this is this is not high art. Nothing on this podcast is high art. Jessica, I asked. What is going on? Jessica asked. It, it sounded. It, I could hear the tears in her voice. <laughs> oh yeah, she literally had tears in her voice. Sir, the operator said she cannot hear you. This is a courtesy call. The appointment is already concluded. <laughs> Oh, no. Please. Jessica begged. Please don't do this. I'll do anything you want. Oh. Drown, apparently. <laughs> Jessica's voice choked off into a wheeze, and all I could hear on the other end of the phone <clears throat> was the rustling of clothing and more wheezing. Eventually, it stopped, and someone picked up the other end. The schedule work has been completed. 
Oh wait, this is a different character. The scheduled work has been completed, a man's voice said. We at Booth World Industries say thanks and welcome to the club. You have a marvelous day. Sir, the operator came back on the line. Was that to your satisfaction? I sat there for a long time. Cold sweat dripping down my ribcage. <laughs> Just... Uh, little awkward. Just... Jessica was my ex because I walked in on her and my best friend fucking at a party in high school. Oh. Uh, dripping down my ribcage is an odd line. That yeah. is very strange. Yeah. <laughs> I smile. Wait, unless, it turn, unless it's revealed that our narrator is in fact a skeleton. Oh, maybe that's know, that twist. could be. Well, how much is a skeleton's blood worth? Oh! Um, I smiled and whispered, that was perfect. Wonderful, the operator said. We at Booth World Industries aim to serve. Would you like to make another appointment? <clears throat> As Wait. I stared at the water leaking from the door of the dishwasher, I smiled even bigger. Yes, I said. Yes, I would. Now, let's, let's pause for a moment here. So, are we presuming they th they that... Are, are they presuming that we had a murder? This was a murder? Yes. <sighs> Remodeling is kind of an odd way to put it, though. Yeah, that's. I want to know specifically if it, what if they all did. it is is just murder. I'm gonna be really disappointed. Yeah, I I want to know what the remodeling <clears throat> part is. That'd be interesting. But yeah. So anyway, yes, I said, yes, I would. I'm just saying these are these are questions Hold to ask on. going forward. What exactly is happening here? Hold on, I'm reading back. <clears throat> he said, she said, remodeling is scheduled. For August 21st, 2015. Right, but they, they said they could move, do it sooner because they had a ca cancellation. Well, she was already scheduled before he said anything. Yeah. That's, oh, that so they bumped it. That too, so. Okay, interesting. <coughs> so they're saying there was an earlier, like she was on, a, on the docket and then, okay, that's interesting. All right, good, yeah. good thing well, to point out. Interesting or contrived, depends where it goes. <laughs> Well, if it goes yeah. nowhere, it's contrived. I want to stay positive here, so I'm going to lean yeah. more toward interesting, because I want to know how Booth World operates. Well, hopefully we'll get some. <laughs> Booth World, Blood, Bloodworth, whatever the fuck his name is. Blue, Bluth World. Bluth World. <laughs> oh, God. They summoned... Blow... Bluth Word. Blow Throw. <laughs> it could be Bluth Word. I, I, blow Throw. <laughs> blow Throw. <laughs> That doesn't quite work. Name. That's that's it. Uh, that's my whole my whole thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dan. I don't have a last name. He's a contractor. <laughs> that's that's dangerous. Uh, Dan. Uh, okay, Aaron Seba. Aaron Sebia. Aaron Sebia. Dan Aaron Sebia, July 13th, 2032. Would you like to reschedule? See, they seem to know when people are going to die. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Or whatever it is that's happening to them. Right. Most likely dying, in which case. Most likely. Yeah. Concerning he described sweat dripping down his ribcage, I'm thinking remodeling is just an awkward choice of word for murder. Mm. Well, it's kind of if, like, if you if the model is... I can kind of see it. 
Okay. If, it, going, if it boils if down to like these are these are if the, it's going against the model, as in what is predetermined. Death yeah, design. Yeah, like the way the way the way the timeline is supposed to go and remodeling yeah. it, I could see that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm just yes. I said. <laughs> yes. Um. God damn it. <laughs> it's uh it's after that like would, three word paragraph. How would how would Wednesday work for you? Didn't you say you had a Tuesday appointment available? I asked. I did, but unfortunately that slot has been filled by another member. Would Wednesday work for you? No, I said. I have a job interview that day. What about Thursday? Unfortunately, Thursday will not work. You're due for remodeling Wednesday night. What? I asked. She repeated the exact same thing to me again. Can we reschedule my remodeling? (laughs) I asked. Of course we can, sir, the woman said. It sounded like she was smiling on the other end of uh, of the phone. There's always a way. I waited for her to tell me how. She didn't speak. How? I asked. Uh, Boothworth of Industries. Boothworld Industries is always looking to add new members. We are, of course, a membership by invitation only club. Sadly, our membership numbers have fallen in recent years. Economic recessions, wars, politics. What we would like you to do in order to avoid your own remodeling appointment is help us add several new members. The light at the end of the tunnel, I thought. It's a little bit of an odd statement to put in there when he's only known about his own potential demise for like two seconds. How many members do you need? I asked. One thousand. I choked. (laughs) One thousand? (laughs) Yes, sir. Otherwise, we'll have to keep our... Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have to keep our schedule of appointments. <laughs> <laughs> we must inform you that the member that scheduled his appointment and request a courtesy call. Did you turn into Kim Jong Il, <laughs> Bri- oh Brian? Quit <laughs> busting my balls here, sir. Everything stopped at that point for me. All my life, I'd been just skated by, not doing anything, not making a difference. We don't know that about you, though. There's a lot of things we don't know about you. Well, we do know. We know now because of the narration. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Writing 101, kids. My mouth actually dried up. I'd always thought that was just the thing people wrote in books to be dramatic. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you I'm your sorry. Wife. It was it was it was bold and I felt I had to add something. <clears throat> no, that's yeah. important. <laughs> I'll get you your one thousand members. I whispered. We at Booth World Industries say thanks and welcome to the club. You have a marvelous day. How you doing? The connection ended. The love connection was over. I hung up the phone and stared at it for a long time. 
I'm scheduled for remodeling on Wednesday, and somewhere, someone will be getting a courtesy call to listen to my last few breaths if I don't get 1,000 members to join Booth World Industries. It's... Oh, sorry. I started to jump ahead. <laughs> it's funny. I'd always wanted to join an elite club. Skull and Bones, New World Order. I'm not sure how I got in, but now I'm a member. I've got until Wednesday to enjoy it. Hey, future David, uh, when yeah. he said New World Order, could you put the uh, NWO <laughs> theme from uh, WCW? <laughs> you, you got it. I'm, I'm making promises that future David has to keep. I, I feel like I should have read that, that line differently. It's funny, brother. I always wanted to join an elite club, brother. Skull and Bones, New World Order. I'm not sure how I got in, brother. But now the Hulkster's a member. Hulkster's got until Wednesday to enjoy it, brother. <laughs> no, the M word. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, oh, brother, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> uh, who, like who? I said at the beginning, there we go. Even if I wanted your help, you couldn't give it to me because you're not a member. Membership is Mem by invitation only. And I'm inviting you in, boy. Oh, yeah. Now we're it's savage now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join the party a little late. You can help me. Just call 630-296-7536. I bet that's... You know, here's the thing. I bet that's a real number that you can call. Yeah, I get the distinct impression we just read some kind of advertisement for this guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not calling it, though. And sure enough, uh, uh, up next is uh, where to buy his book. Yeah. It's, which this says is not it's a... This is not a book. This is an interactive experience. It, the Booth World Industries in Initiation Kit. Hmm. Okay. Wait, so what we just read wasn't even a story. It was a demo for a story. There is a second story that's just called Booth World Industries. This was Okay, so this was initially posted um, in, on April 24th, 2013. On May 10th, 2013, we get a related Booth World story. The, the top of the initial one said, Booth World, building a custom live since 1888. Industries, don't call 630-296-7536. Now we have a banner that says, building custom lives one soul at a time. R slash Booth World, established 1888. Whitechapel, London. Oh, great. Jack the Ripper. Yay. Hmm. Oh, I mean, do we want to read the next one? Because, like, honestly, what do we think of the first one? Because I think it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, that's... That's the most I really give it is it's okay. I can I give it a great big... I kind of like the idea, but... Okay. I, I, I mean, here's the thing. As something to set up for an ARG, which is kind of what this sounded like it was gonna be, that's kind of nifty. Uh, as a standalone story, it's it's okay. Don't really have it, a huge amount of problems is, with it. I'm it, not it, super sucked in, though. Yeah, because it really is like a demo for an, an interactive anthology thing. And yeah. Well, it doesn't is... really stand on its own. It really is basically an advertisement. It's a neat it, as a as an anthology as like an ARG is like an interactive thing. It's a neat little premise. I kind of like the some of the like implied world building that could happen in this, but that's kind of a neat idea for a gimmick too. Yeah, ads. I'm not really into it. 
Nah, that's fine. I mean, but I'm saying we we could read the next one, see if it gives us any more, anything else to work with, or you know, we could call it and just go to back to banter because I know how everybody loves, you know, banter on this show. Some people really love it. Some people not the biggest fans. I try to strike a balance, you know. I'm. We could just talk about Jim and the Hall. Really. Well, that's. I'm looking up to see if there's any gem creepy pasta. Ah! <laughs> no. That's not. That's not what I googled. But whatever. <coughs> what did you Google? Uh, Jim and the holograms erotica. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's plenty. It's truly outrageous, is what it is. Um, Roxy, this is outrageous. What are you doing? Hey, I, you know what I'll do? Here, here's what I'll. Here's what I'll say. Uh, every if if for our listeners out there, if you would like us to. Take a look at the second part of Booth World Industries, this, this, which is just called Booth World Industries. Um, we'll take a look at it, uh, but I think we'll put a rain check on that one for this episode. Yeah. Also, if you want us to read Jim and the Hologram erotic fan fiction, uh, that's going to be uh, for also Patreon. let us know. That'll be that'll be a yeah that'll be a Patreon episode. That's got to be a Patreon episode. Yeah, I guess it's going to have to be. <laughs> I upload this to a lot of public platforms. By the way, if you're listening to this, either you're either listening to it through iTunes, through Apple Pod, or fuck, it's Apple Podcasts now, but I'm just going to call it iTunes because I, you know, the artist formerly known as, or uh, through YouTube. And uh, I want to say, hey, thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Alan appreciates it. Mike, I guess, I guess he's okay with it. I appreciate it by proxy. There you go. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I'm. Uh, I just realized whether we do owe uh, Alan, we do owe the people one other thing because we crossed 8.5 K subscribers on YouTube. We did do that. So we got to watch and talk about butcher's block. We do. Um, I'm excited. And I have a, I wanted to, to pitch this now, right now. Are we, do we have to watch the whole thing or just the pilot? Like the first episode? Oh, I, I was thinking the whole thing, but. Okay. Uh, someone told me it's super, super gory. And uh, y'all, y'all know I'm not good with that. I mean, it's cable gory. Oh, fair. Sci- sci-fi oh. gory. Modern cable gory. Oh, then it's, uh, it's probably going to be really unrealistic and mostly CG. And I can deal with uh, that. That's, yeah, that's fair. It's sci-fi after all. Oh, that sci-fi. I thought you just meant the genre. <laughs> no, S-Y-F-Y. That's a whole nother ballgame. Sifi. No, no, Sifi. <laughs> Thank you. Sifi, which sounds like a short slang term for a VD. Uh, Sifi always sounded like a rejected Final Fantasy character to me. That too. <laughs> that too. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we'll do that. We'll maybe talk about Gem and the Holograms <laughs> But only really goofy gem of the holograms erotica. Now we can find know. we can find another story like a random. Sometimes we find a random story to read, and it turns out to be all right. That's true. Uh, why like don't that we... time we read that time we read the one about uh, the guy who sucks on lollipops, and it gets reactions out of other people. Oh fuck yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was that was a that was a gold mine. <laughs> I've uh, there's a couple other stories that 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 uh, writer has a whole treasure trove of stories. We might take a look at more of his work. That's true, he does. Mm-hmm. Um, name is escaping me right off the top of my head, and I apologize, but I'm I'm in the moment. Um, but yeah. It was, uh, it was like a three-letter name, too, wasn't it? It's really short. <laughs> oh, boy. 
found something. This is the funniest disclaimer I've ever read. Oh, shit. No, yeah, I gotta lay it on us now, Alan. Title, Flattery. Rating, NC-17. Disclaimer. Lyrics for Destination Unknown from the Top Gun soundtrack are used without permission. <laughs> 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 okay. Also, I committed a murder yesterday evening. <laughs> I'll as long as I'm too. asking to, as long as I'm asking to go to jail. Um, real quick, let's get our plugs out of the way. Uh, put a cap in this one, and then yeah, maybe have if while we're all here, let's see if we can hit another one for uh, for next week. How'd that sound? Sound good to me. As the redhead giggled and oh so slightly, oh so gently massaged his erection through his pants. So, <laughs> if you want to check out the stuff I do, it's all on the Creative Horror Network. I know I've definitely said it before. Be- feel free to go there and check out many of the other fine podcasts, such as The Witching Hour, Darkly Lit, uh, Trick or Track, and, of course, <laughs> Creepy Cooking Staff. Which uh, these two guys yeah. do sometimes. You turn into MatPat a little bit there. <laughs> Creepy cooking staff has turned into uh, when when we feel like it sort of affair, but uh, that's been that marinara be as well though. There there will be more. Uh, it's it's just I when I have a good idea for something I will pose pose that idea to the people and then we will record. But also, hey everybody, coffee and pie is back! Yay! Uh, you can go to. Uh, uh, soundcloud.com slash coffee dash and dash pie or it's on iTunes if you are Apple Podcast whatever it's on j- jumble jumbled pod if you search for coffee and pie we are the first result is jumble pod a real thing if not it should be and we should use that he endured this exquisite torture for as long as he could finally pushing her away and shoving her up to the wall Grinding uh, at her crotch in a near-savage <laughs> echo of coitus. Uh, Mike, how about you? you got is anything you want to plug? related or did you just go to some generic erotic? No, this is Jim. <laughs> they don't even have the names? <laughs> did they not watch the show? <laughs> I, I see the names Kimber and Eric. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say just a, the redhead was like, did they not know the names of the characters of the show? <laughs> say my name. What? Say my name, Jim. Don't you want to be a gem, girl? Gem! Gem is my name! This is outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. (laughs) Mike, for the love of God, (laughs) give us a plug. I know you have a a novel. It's about. Yes, actually, I have a novel called Last of the Ghost Lines, which is coming out in September. Uh, It is, in fact, the story of Mufasa uh, post-mortem. No, (laughs) not quite. Uh, it does involve girls with guns, feminist police states, gritty sci-fi horror, punchy dialogue, and snow dogs. Uh, <laughs> snow dogs. Yeah, I've had, yeah. I've had a, I have, I've had a lot of people um, read through this, like beta readers who I never even met, who actually like know a thing or two about like giving actual useful critiques and such. And they were, they said it was one of the most professionally written indie novels they'd ever read. So that was really really exciting for me to Aces. know that like, i left that kind of a left that kind of an impression on someone who i hadn't met <laughs> mm-hmm. that's good to like, hear. i expect people i expect like friends and family to say that kind of stuff so so that's really exciting 
Uh, the ebook is going to come out in September, uh, hopefully September 1st, barring any mishaps. Um, the print version is going to be out on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Lulu.com even sooner than that, if anyone doesn't want to wait. Uh, the book is called Last of the Ghost Lions, and I can quickly read the blurb before I forget. Of if course. I find where I put it. So it'll be, that'll be easier than trying to just, like, I'm not good at going off script, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, after surviving a, ro- a robotic drone attack in her own neighborhood, Juno, ex-commando Juno Radcliffe gladly accepts the dangerous task of hunting the drone's creator and bringing him to justice. As the only surviving member of the notorious Ghost Lion Commando Unit, she's the ultimate hunter. Her mission takes her from a land of femme Nazis and male slaves to a macho dictatorship where women soldiers are forbidden. But culture shock becomes the least of her worries when the trail leads to an old enemy with a grudge. If you like nuclear winter, post-apocalyptic action and stuff, this and and puppy dogs, this is a book for you. Uh, you can check that out and other stuff I've done on Mike'sToyBox.net. Solid, solid plug, Alan. <clears throat> Yo, what you got to share with us besides Gem and the Holograms Erotica? <laughs> no, no, I won't read any more of that. Um, Again, we have to save, we have to have something the, for the yeah, patrons. Yeah, save it for the patrons. <laughs> This is one of, like, 20 stories I've come across, <laughs> so don't worry. We'll be fine. It's like the Sonic, um, it's like the Sonic's we... intergalactic harem thing that they read on Game Grumps. Can I beat up with you guys again next week and read some of that for the, for the patrons? Because I want to be Yes! <laughs> okay, uh, Shazam was good. Cool. Uh, go see Shazam. Uh, Us was good. I enjoyed Us. Um, those are my. Uh, I I already plugged coffee and pie. Right. Um. I was just... Hey, I guess I should explain coffee and pie a little better. That uh, might help. We did a we did a UCA episode uh, where the old coffee and pie crew read a uh, story about foreskin, and um. So check that out uh, if you, if you like that. Me and those friends have a uh, improvised conversational podcast where we're just kind of shooting the shit at our favorite diner, uh, eating pie, drinking coffee. And uh, the first episode, I promise, is not an indicator of where the series is going as a whole, because three-fourths of that episode we're talking about are poops. Um, <laughs> but that, that will not be a recurring thing, I promise. But it's still pretty funny. You should check it out. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are uh, on SoundCloud, and I may guest star to YouTube. Hey! I, by the way, while you were saying all this, I literally got on my phone and subscribed. So, cool. Count yourself as another plus one. See how easy it is to subscribe, everybody. Just search Coffee and Pie on on even the the default podcast app that comes with the uh, with your phone. You just search it. It's there. It's got cool art by Beth Morton because she's the best. Yes. I, and I, I can never only even, never even noticed that app on my phone, huh? <laughs> I can o- and I can only think of one appropriate way to end this episode. Uh, he obliged, lifting up her skirt and pulling the slim strip of fabric that was her underwear out of the way. His index finger slid into her Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. 
For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. Ha, 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 ha.